Hello and welcome everyone to episode 7 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? Ready to ready to talk about this, uh, this week's batch of chapters. Yeah, it's... Um... I have thoughts. <laughs> I, was, I was talking about this before we started. It is, I'd say, the most mixed bag of chapters I've encountered bit, since we started. Yeah. I yeah. There's a reason I barely ever remember this saga. It's like, oh, right, yeah. when one P- yeah. when Usopp got introduced. That's about it because, <laughs> who it's showing <laughs> why yeah. it just doesn't work in a lot of ways at least in my opinion and maybe don't prove but this section yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> yeah this section didn't do a whole lot for me but hey you know what's exciting about this this is our first recording after we've launched the podcast we can finally start oh, getting yeah. f- feedback and go based off off of that and actually i didn't even bring this up to you i just had a random thought to maybe do at some point as a uh, sort of a nice little patron thing to do our mm. very own sbs Oh, that would be fun. Take a question each time and, I don't know, to answer something One Piece related or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That actually sounds like a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we would do that at the beginning or at the end. um, I'd say at the end because that's what uh, Oda kind of does after the chapter. You know what? That's true. So something ended off on. That's a great idea. But, uh, you know, it'll be... It'd be a while till we implemented that sort of thing. Again, we want to hear the feedback from this episode, whether you're not you're interested. But uh, yeah. yeah, just let us know, and it'd be a nice little extra patron reward, no extra cost. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely, I think it would be cool, since for folks following along, maybe even for the first time, we can kind of like incorporate their comments at the end and sort of have a little bit of a back and forth and see like how's how are the listeners feeling about this chunk of chapters? Oh, that's also good. Yeah. 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 And we'll have to see how much we can integrate because I don't want to make these podcasts too long. So we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. I think that's goes. something that we could. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to spend too much time on. Yeah, I think an hour for a podcast is generally pretty yeah. good, but uh, it's the good yeah. length. But let's go ahead and start with chapter thirty-one, truth. You know, that's the honest to God truth, and <laughs> you know, right away we get the example of why Kuro. Is not as good of a planner as he says he th- as he thinks he is. <laughs> I don't. Yep. I don't know, but not even at that point. We just start at Kaya's, and she's having a nightmare where Usopp leading pirates and is like, "Ah, you're making a fool of me. I'll kill you." And then she just like, <laughs> "No, I can't be like that. Why would he act like that?" It's like this is kind of a weird thing to include from the jump. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> I know it's uh, just that worry about Usopp after he's been fighting for so long. I mean. I think the only real purpose it serves, other than being like, oh, she's so conflicted, is to wake her up early. Because it is generally implied throughout this chapter that it is still very early in the morning. Mm, That's true. Yeah, since this whole conflict started like at dawn, basically. Yeah. I look at the sky above the mansion. It does not look... Obviously, it's black and white, so it's hard to convey that. But it doesn't... Yeah. It looks midday. Yeah, or yeah. you know, nine o'clock or something. It doesn't look that early, but we have to remember the implication that it is very much early in the day, and this nightmare caused her to wake up way earlier than she should have. That makes sense. And she actually gets out of bed to try to find Clahador, and comes across a murder scene, which 
Yeah, that <laughs> looking at this room and seeing that scene, oh my god. That page turn reveal, uh, okay, for one, you know, it, it, it's been a couple weeks since we last recorded, uh, so I completely <laughs> forgot that Mary just got, like, just completely messed up, so, yeah, seeing that turn the page, is like, oh, right, that happened! Yeah, right, Mary, oh, man. <laughs> just bleeding out. Gotta say, though, Mary's kind of a badass, because yeah. <laughs> look at all those, the stuff on the walls, the stuff across his chest, Yeah, and the dude is, like, Picking himself up, rolling himself over and coughing up blood and still yeah, just telling her, it's like, hey, get out of here. I mean, like, how is this dude not dead? Here, and we, we were talking about this last time or uh, an episode or two ago, but this mm-hmm. is sort of where we were like, to, to Clahador, like, why were you telling him your plan? Like, you you were doing this for three years and, and could, couldn't even finish the job. So that that uh, Mary is still alive. And he's like Clahador. Clahador did it. And just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this wouldn't. Uh, this... It's it's so frustrating because he's like painted again as this really smart guy, yeah. and he just has this weird urge to kill. Doesn't even do it. He just yeah. horrifically maims this this goat man, and immediately is just like, "Hey, Clahador's a pirate." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just this. All could have been avoided if a Kuro didn't do that because mm-hmm. it was really stupid, or if he had just if he had just killed Mary, like just yeah. you know make sure you get the job done. Like it's just, ah, it's just <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, yeah, po- poking the holes in this plan is just, a little oh, bit. Right, come on, guys. And, yeah. and granted, <laughs> if things had kept to the schedule that he had laid out, I think that the the village would have already been destroyed. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you know, it, it, but. Loose ends yeah. and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Part of the, I mean, part of being, like, a master plan, and, and that's how they, they really try to frame him as this, you know, like, he, he's the all according to Keikaku kind of guy. <laughs> like, you gotta have backup plans. He had one plan, and it basically, like, fell apart, like, at, from the jump, and he's just like, Mm. It's like, well, time to walk through town and figure out why <laughs> yeah. this is not happening. And I'll just leave uh. this body behind with the girl that I've been taking <laughs> care of who can, you know, potentially foil this plan. Yep. But I mean, we'll, we'll get into Kuro's whole thing yeah. as we go throughout this. But we did get redemption for Usopp. He's like that. Yeah. We drove away. We, we forgot. We've defended the villain and drove, drove away the brave young man who was ready to die to save the village. Yeah, uh, it hits good. I think it is sort of worth, like, if Mary had to be alive just so that, you know, he could say, like, Usopp was right the whole time, then I guess that makes, like, it, it makes sense that it would be here, but. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like, it, uh, yeah, yeah, the, we the, need the, to have that clearing <laughs> of Usopp, yeah. especially in the eyes of Kaya. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think just the the way that it frames Kuro in comparison is just kind of makes him look really dumb. <laughs> it really does, and again makes Mary really badass as he like as he's talking. He's lifting himself up against the wall. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I'm impressed. Like that's that was the big takeaway from this is one you know dumb Kuro plan. Two, Mary is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He tank he tanked it. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> but he does tell Kaya. Yeah, if he's after your estate and fortune, let him have it. It's not worth risking it. Just take it because true. And which, yeah, it's a good plan. Your 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 fortune is not worth your life. Indeed. That's um, when we get Kaya's. Like, all right, I'm gonna try. I have to go talk with Clahador and try to stop this. And we shift over to the kids. 
who uh, is our best indication that it's still really early because yeah, Carrot's like, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm actually usually still asleep right now. But I think it's what, it's Onion is like, you know, I think Usopp was lying about lying. <laughs> slowly putting two and two together it's like hmm the liar lied about not lying that's you know that's a that's a bit of a mind twister i guess yeah. oh who knew but that's when they see uh kaya and like oh something bad must have happened so we're it's sort of like when we were dealing with buggy and we kept yeah. seeing the townspeople it's like all right this other faction is sort of moving a bit more that said it definitely already feels like they have more to do than the townspeople Oh, yeah, yeah. It, they feel more, they're definitely way more connected to the sort of like ongoing plot. Yeah. Commendations on that, where like every piece you see moving feels like it truly matters. Yeah. That's actually, I was thinking uh, with some of the later content of, about how just like I'm starting to see the seeds of like what a prototypical like One Piece arc is like. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really think about this one, but you're you're right in how we, we sort I mean, it, it's basically just like a B plot, but the ways in which we kind of have all of these separate moving mm. parts going at the same time. Yeah. And they um, all we'll, we'll tie together. To like yeah, each yeah. one actually matters. It's one of the yeah. best parts of one piece as it goes along is where it's, yeah. It's, Oda's really good at that. Yeah. It, it never feels like any one character's truly wasted. Might change as it goes along. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it might change as time goes on, but from what I remember of what I've experienced so far, uh, that yeah. seems to be the case. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, time to return to the fight. We got a nice little recap where all the pirates are laid out. The mast is uh, ripped off and Luffy's asleep underneath of it, <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> and it's time for the secret weapon of uh, the Kuro pirates, the Meow Band uh, brothers, which, you know, they're kept in shadow and they make this huge leap off the ship and we get to see them. And <laughs> just from from just on a basic fundamental level uh, these guys designs are awful (laughs) yeah it's just the worst i mean i I think that's supposed to be the joke it's the point yeah that's the joke like (laughs) they have shoes that are shaped like paws which are kind of it's kind of amazing on its own yeah claws on their hands uncomfortable yeah it really does one guy's really fat the other guy's a hunchback yeah (laughs) like I, I don't man, mind Butchie's design. Like, it's fine enough. Yeah. Siam's design, I hate. <laughs> like, yeah. This, <laughs> this guy is... I don't know. Like, you can see uh, the hairy legs coming out, the short shorts, the hunchback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just everything about this design just feels... It's a lot. It's a lot. Wrong. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> a good reaction from Nami, though. Like, what are they? Like, even she... Yeah, like, what are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it turns out this big secret weapon, everybody's saying, oh, you're dead now. It's like, oh, they're cowards. Um, yeah, they're all freaking out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're just we're just ship guards. We we can't do it. Django's like, no, Sam, attack him at once. Get at him. It's like, all right. And he's doing this ineffectual, like, eh, I'll scratch yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I'll little, get you. Ah. Does not hold that tension for long, though, because Zoro calls out and immediately shifts. And yep. impressively goes for an immediate kill like good on Zoro for that reaction time because it does yeah. feel like that would have killed him he fell for the bit though he really did you would have thought <laughs> he would have realized something was up with the, like being put, positioned as this secret weapon yeah but I don't know that is a 
That is, that is certainly, it, it's an interesting tactic. These characters are kind of, I guess, they're kind of all about trickery, which is funny considering we have, like, Usopp involved. Yeah. But I, 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 I don't know about this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. We get that one guard, but the, the big thing here is that Saim actually manages to get Zoro's swords. Yeah. Which is effective. That's a, that is a different way to level the playing field for Zoro than just having him already injured. And that's where the chapter ends. Yeah, it's just sort of yeah, like, just... bam, that's it. Zoro lost his swords. These are the Meow Man. Yeah. We got the introduction of the Meow Band brothers. And again, it's where I immediately started thinking, is like, huh, that's it. <laughs> that's... Yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. I, I do sort of appreciate, like, th- this is pretty much goes for the series as a whole. That Like, it, it feels like the story is intensely aware that Zoro at full power is basically unstoppable. <laughs> so he always, he always has to get into a fight somehow you know nerfed be it taking taking a a brutal wound or like somebody stealing his swords like mm-hmm. he can't be at full health or have all of his tools no you have to introduce introduce really powerful people in order to make that happen but uh, <laughs> yeah not 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 happening yet yeah but i just i don't know i felt really underwhelmed by this chapter me too me too for sure just, I, mm. I i the one thing i'll say and we we've been saying for a while um is that the the pacing of the story is faster than we remember because i i remember this the meowban stuff drag oh yeah they really so, drag out the meowban brothers and just yeah like, so my favorite part about this is that it's over pretty quickly <laughs> yeah that's that's true it just it feels like the fight with meowban brothers goes a, lo- a lot longer even just the setup uh before we move on i i do want to address just the, this one little bit from the uh the sbs at the end of the chapter uh-huh. where one of the readers asks if the design on Clahador's suit is uh it looks like poop is it poop or is there other significance and oda just says it's poop that made me <laughs> so happy you have no idea because i had no idea that was a thing <laughs> that actually answers that question <laughs> And I, hey, you know what? Seemingly no further significance, but we we talked about it before. We were like, is that is that what we think it is? So good to have confirmation. I don't know if the, I doubt the Japanese version does this, but they do call constantly call him a butler with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe there's a connection there. Maybe. The other uh, big question they have for this one is kind of a skit where somebody asked about Nami's measurements. The way it's oh, phrased yeah, this, too, this kind of thing happens a lot. Nami's me- measurements. Seriously, please tell me. <laughs> uh, and he's just like actually talking with Nami, and she's like, "I don't mind you measuring me, but it'll cost you." <laughs> and he apparently he actually tries to go for it. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> gets bonked multiple times I, I love how he's like wait for me i'll get her measurements and <laughs> i i'm not sure how aware people are of like modern one piece designs don't want to spoil it too much but nami changes a lot <laughs> yeah yeah she does uh, that's yeah. that's that's gonna be a point of discussion as we get to it. <laughs> i do appreciate the sbs also tend to feature like the characters in character that is, that is something I remember happening a lot. Is yeah. that like he'll just he'll just write one of the characters into the scenario and be like, "Hey, what's going on here?" <laughs> it is quite fun. Yeah. Ah, all right. Chapter thirty-two, cruel fortune, and uh, it's basically just reacting to the fact that Zoro got his swords taken. I will say the one thing I really like about this is that they emphasize as he as Siam throws him away. It emphasizes mm-hmm. right in the foreground, Kuina's sword. Oh yeah, like, like he. This is this is he's Zoro is pissed. Oh yeah, that twitch, yeah. the the vein popping out. That's yeah, yeah. good stuff. <laughs> he's not happy about. Nothing's that. mentioned. He doesn't like. He doesn't go. 
Queen of Sword. It's just yeah, 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 yeah. It's just you, you know, and that that it's like it's enough information. You know, you know enough about Zoro's character that he doesn't have to say anything, but just it's just enough to just enough to piss him off. Exactly, and it, it piss him off. It does. He goes for it and cuts through most of Siam. Like it is just like, and all of a sudden, he's back. Gets a whole. It gets on top of Zoro's back, and it's revealed that he is wearing a really baggy shirt. I hate this design even more now. <laughs> it's okay, I will say this is the most clever part of Siam. Yeah, that again. If we have to have this like just disgusting uh, trickster character, then, then the the commitment to like okay, uh, even even the clothes that you're wearing aren't what you think that they are. Like that, uh, it's cool. Uh, just just from a visual standpoint, I'm just like, uh, uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works. You get to see the power, like with the the abs this guy is rocking. It, you can you get the sense of the power behind him, but then you know gets get to see the teamwork aspect where we get yeah the from Butch Butchie the cat strike catapult catapult catastrophe. That's a lot of cat puns. Yeah, it is, and it's basically just a big old jump that Zoro barely manages to escape, and it cracks the earth. And this is with him not even yeah. being enhanced at this point. Yeah. So Zora escapes and uh, they're like, oh, well, we underestimate him. He's actually stronger than we thought. I don't like that panel of, of Siam where he's just like, ah, he got away. And he's his, his back is just like lurching. I know. Why is he a hunchback? <laughs> it, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I mean, not to say they can't exist or anything like that, but what makes a hunchback? Yeah, just a, just a the way cat? that it's drawn. Just I, yeah. I, I'll never get over how uncomfortable it makes me. It makes me want to like roll out my shoulders and whatnot. It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> No good. Definitely got some early translations in here. It feels like because it's like, whew, just I can't imagine Zora saying this. It's like I was close. This this is serious. If he gets me with those cat whammies, I'll be a pirate flavored pancake. <laughs> wow, Boy. you're almost a Zoro sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's real. Yeah. It, it gets better, but yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's some choices being made here. Yeah, even earlier, like when Zoro's dodging, he's saying "curse ye." <laughs> Yeah, Kersey. It, it feels it feels really out of character. Yeah, the the pirateisms. I do wonder when they'll stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they I definitely um, sort of bring that back a bit as it goes. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, they, they bring it in. Oh, they, they, they bring. Cut, oh, I mean, they yeah. they stop. Like I thought, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, goes yeah. away for a while, and then somebody else decides, no. like, no, we want those back. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Everybody stops speaking like pirates after a certain <laughs> point. I couldn't tell you when, but I remember. It being fairly early right i i'm gonna guess it's probably sometime around funimation getting the license we'll see but uh then we got the team up attack the pussy willow march where it's just a bunch of claw strikes that Zoro has to try to block and is getting pushed back because of this the, the fact that he's just with one sword like yeah it's it's definitely it feels weird to see like even this early to see Zoro only using one sword yeah and now he realizes like he's he, he can't do it. He's giving ground. You gotta. We gotta help him. So uh, Usopp bringing out the support, sending out one of his I don't know, just lead bullets. I guess. Actually, yeah. that is another thing. Did he have a lot more trick bullets in the anime at this point? I don't remember. I don't think quite yet. But it's, I feel it's like definitely he been a while. Did because I, I, I yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but it just felt like that. But yeah, he mm. uses this this lead bullet, and Zoro spots it. And it was about to hit Butchie, but Zoro specifically puts himself in the way. I really like this moment. It did, because it, it disarmed me in a way. Because I'm like, 
I thought it was going to be the, hey, these are my, my opponents. Don't step in. And, yeah. You know, that typical thing. But no, it's we find out it's actually, hey, don't attack them. You're not strong enough to handle them. And if you attack them, they'll attack you. Yeah. And uh, it, it's cool because it's this is specifically probably because he only has one sword. So that, like, you know, if, if they got around him, he wouldn't be able to block him in time. Exactly. And <laughs> it made complete sense to me. Now we got injured Zoro. <laughs> Again, that's a that's a good moment. We just hear him, well, see Zoro thinking like, man, if I just had another sword, because I'm terrible, just one sword style. And that's when we see Nami kind of picking up on that thought and realizing yeah. like, oh, I I got I can I can help. We get to see to see Nami's contribution to this whole thing where she makes a mad mm-hmm. dash for his swords and cut on the shoulder. Thanks to Django because of ah, troubles. It stings. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks painful because it's just so casual. Also, it's just. I can't help reading it of the soup Nazi voice when I see his line there. No swords for you. Oh, yeah. No swords for you. Yep, yep. <laughs> so weird. That's fun. But uh, yeah, <laughs> things kind of go from bad to worse on the next page. It does. Like It actually caught me off guard. I, it, I will say that this is there's some really good flips for one yeah. so far where the, he saves the big reveals where it's like, oh, man, Nami's down. It's It's looking really bad. And then all of a sudden we see Django freaking out. And yep. he just tries to keep making excuses and the Malban brothers are scared and great, great panel of Kuro. Yeah, that, that black and white with the, yeah. with the poop logo just front and center. <laughs> that is so good. a really good panel that just shows the threat. Yeah, he's not happy. <laughs> no. I mean, he's even invoking the name of Neptune. My God. Yeah. What in Neptune's name's going on? <laughs> yeah, I definitely love those all all those like just the lines and the veins on his face as he's just like what has been going on here? Uh huh. It's some great sense of detail, and yeah, that's technically the end of the chapter. We're we're left with just yeah. a breakdown of our characters. Zoro's on the back foot with one uh, sword. Uh, Usopp is bleeding out a lot. Nami's on the ground bleeding, and Luffy's asleep again. <laughs> Still asleep. <laughs> he's just out. Yep, that's it for him. But we're back to uh, the SBS. We're done with this one. And yet there's nothing too crazy other than like explaining a cameo that somebody spotted and kind of explaining Zoro's Haramaki sash. But basically yeah. just think it's it's cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. basically what it comes down to. Apologize. Dismissed, he says. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a fun sense with these SBS questions, and I yeah, yeah, he, I get, really he, he has fun with them. Another short chapter, a bit better, but I'm yeah. sorry, the fight with the Meowman brothers is not interesting. It's not. This, I think, uh, chapter 33 is where it starts to pick up a little bit. Now, now, now that we have Kuro here, it, it kind of adds an interesting uh, twist into the encounter. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank, thankfully for that. But yes, chapter 33, the creeping cat. It's just Django kind of in disbelief, like, really? These children are holding you up, Django. Yeah. Django immediately tries to bring it back on. It's like, it's like you said there? it didn't matter if we let him go. That's what you said. It's like, I'm right. Because it shouldn't have been a problem. Anyone could predict that he tried to thwart us, but I didn't expect your defenses to be so crap. Yeah, it's just, man, you guys you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, my pl- I mean, This plan I set up is going perfectly. This is, I, this is all your screw-ups. Not my fault. Not my fault. Well, uh, your- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little not willing to accept responsibility for your own crappy plan, but you know what? 
Yeah, you do. You do. do and it's also you, like, this girl. is your pirate crew, man. Like, you trusted them to get the job done. So, yeah, it's kind of exactly. on you. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. account for it, but there you are. But I mean, that said, the uh, insult here does sort of wake the Meow Band brothers from their feared stupor. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you were strong, but it's been three years and we've been fighting and killing and staying strong. And you've been just living the high life in a fancy mansion. So, you know what? Mutiny. Yeah, I actually completely forgot about this part, like the that there was even a dynamic where they were, and, and it makes sense too. I mean, we, oh, yeah. I feel like I've been saying that this whole arc of just like, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been away from the pirate crew for years. So like, you know, not, not necessarily much of a captain and, you know, it, it would make sense that there would be crew members who were kind of like, man, what are, like, what are we doing here? Like this guy's, we're working for this guy who's old and busted. Like why, why should we bother? They have a role to play here by like trying to defect or at least like to, to show that they're superior to him now. Yeah. And good. Honestly, that panel where they're saying like, ah, when they're doing the attack, they have their faces. That's the best they've ever looked. I will say that. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah. Those are good. Those are good faces. <laughs> Finally look threatening. Yeah. And even the other pirates are like, you know what? They're kind of right. And, you know, hey, you're going to kill us. We're going to kill try to kill you first. Yeah. All they succeed in doing is getting rid of the bag that he has. And we finally see what exactly Kuro did to Mary when it, the room got all clawed up. Yeah. <laughs> and he has his Nothing own personal crack. kid. <laughs> <laughs> teleports behind you. Yeah, exactly. Just bam behind and. It's the. I love every aspect of this is ridiculous. One, yes, th- that bag was holding claws that go on his hand that each have super, basically sword length blades for yeah. him to wear, <laughs> which has to be unwieldy as all get out. So I really like this moment here where Kuro is like he gets behind the Miyabon brothers and he just you know he just like just has them over the shoulder. I think that's a re- that's a really cool way to sell. Um, how fast he is absolutely and he's, and he's and he's got his blades pointed at their necks like it's a it's a cool visual it is it finally finally sells it like yeah he messed up mary but you didn't see anything it's like he felt like he was a bad guy and he's this planner but to see him actually in action just casually pointing his thumbs at these guys yep. it's like you know i have gotten soft i would have killed you back in the day but i'll let you live and prove yourselves to me yeah in, in the context of this, I think him saying, like, I've gotten soft, I'll let you live, you got five minutes, makes more sense than him, like, sort of not killing Mary. This makes sense, because you still need them to do mm-hmm. get the job done. And yeah. your other yeah. crew is already laid out, so, like, you kind of need these people to uh, get some damage done. And we, we even get this little explanation here from Django saying, you know, you could gather 50 assassins and they'll all be dead before they knew he was near. So <laughs> it finally explains why they're so scared. It, it, it's such a cool explanation for something called the pussyfoot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do love this. And you had pointed out in a previous one because I, I, I noticed it myself from remembering this part. Yeah. That explanation for that strange way that he always lifted his glasses back up was because so he never cut himself with his own swords. Yeah. I think that's a it's a really cool like the way that Oda is able to like make something that is kind of, it's like a goofy part of his character but actually has like kind of a deeper meaning behind it. I love stuff like that. Yeah. That one point is probably stands out more than most anything anything else in this. Yeah. It's, it's the, basically the one thing I remember Kuro for is is the way that he lifts his 
his glasses back up with his palm and and that it's so intrinsically tied to like his his gimmick basically mm-hmm. like yeah it's cool it, it works really well and i don't know why but the next shot where he says i'm gonna kill every last one of you with my own hands that is a gorgeous shot yeah i love like the, the way that the perspective yeah, yeah it's cool you get to see the size. Like it, it, it conveys the size of this whole battleground much better than anything we've seen up to this point. Like how wide it is, yeah. where everybody is placed in relation to each other. It works so well. Yeah, and, and it's intimidating too because it's, it's like Kuro's like looking down on you basically. Yeah, like they yeah. all have to look up at him. And as the reader, you can even get that sense, like the feeling of power. Around. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good it's a good perspective. Yeah, it's um maybe I, I hadn't really felt any particular way about like the setting for where this battle is taking place. You know, it's it's a it's a bunch of rocks by the beach, but <laughs> this this particular framing of it on the hill, like I I think makes it work really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that reinvigorates that five minute time limit. Definitely reinvigorates <laughs> the Meow Band Brothers. Like, well, yeah. this is not Freeze's five minutes, everybody. No, <laughs> no, this is definitely <laughs> not real Freeze's five, five minutes. minutes. <laughs> The time works theoretically the way it should. I, I don't remember any examples <laughs> of time not working the way it should in uh, One Piece. <laughs> but, At least in the uh, manga. Yeah. But they're <laughs> out for it. They're ready. And Nami finally takes the opportunity to kick the swords towards Zoro. And his first thought was like, <laughs> you kick my swords? <laughs> yeah. It's a fun little interaction between the two of them. It is. The, the sort of antagonistic thing is like, what? No, thank yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Thanks. And Nami's kind of the secret MVP here in this fight. Kind of is. Like, gets in close to Django. Django's an idiot for not really doing much and not paying attention to her. And she's still bleeding out at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Django does kind of come across the most ineffectual here, where Uh, he has the blades, and his whole thing is, like, he's a support member. Yeah. That's kind of all it is, but... Yeah, then now we get to see why we got to put Zoro at a disadvantage for most times. Yep. Because uh, he's like, yeah, you might be been before, but now that I got the three sword techniques, it's very different. And <laughs> we get to see the tiger hunt. Great that name pose he does for the buildup is oh, so yeah. good. Oh, it's and... gorgeous. Is that, a, is that a kanji or is it just a pose? I think it's just a pose. Okay. I could be wrong. I might have to look, at, look that up later. Yeah. But, man, good name and just seeing him cut through both of them yeah. at giving, once. Giving that a whole page is just, it's the best. Ah, it is gorgeous. And just another good, I, I will commend Koro for this as well. Everybody else is freaking out. Like, Django's sort yeah, of just dumbstruck. The pirates yeah. are doing the whole wide mouth thing. Koro yeah. just looks pissed. <laughs> He's like, you've oh, got to so be kidding good. me with this. Yeah, that's a that's a good expression. Yeah, it, it's what makes him so different from the villains before, where they were yeah. all kind of goofy and like, you know, Morgan freaked out, Buggy freaked out. Yeah, Kuro does not freak out. I will give unfazed. him unfazed. Yeah, yep, he's cold. And then just the uh, on on the next page, just like Zoro pointing to Kuro with a sword. Ah, it's, ah, I love it. Oh, it looks so good. It's like Zoro challenging Kuro, and just Kuro's not <laughs> even impressed. Try it. That is. <laughs> Won't even take five minutes to trash you all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we get to see Django with his support abilities. He's like, <laughs> we get the explanation. Like, oh, exp- explanation. All that blubber saved him from being taken out. So, 
Siam is down, but Butchie and the fact that he has yep. so much blubber, that was it. But he gets hypnotized into being that yep. powerhouse like before with Django. I got to say that, like, let's be honest, Butchie is the better of the two. Yeah, yeah. That does look threatening. And that's when Nami realizes, okay, we, we kind of get Luffy. He has to wake yeah. up. <laughs> it's like, our, we had enough of this, you know, time, <laughs> time for the real fight. Exactly. And she wakes him up. By stepping on his face. Stepping on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I love this little sequence of events here where Django throws his, like, his chakram thing. L- L- Nami steps on Luffy's face to wake him up. Zoro yelling out to Nami to, to you know, hit the deck. She, she, oh, well, and that's where the chapter ends. But. Yeah, exactly. That's a part, that's, that's yeah. a good, it's a nice little bit of comedy. And yeah. then, like, the real threat of, like, oh, God, it's coming right at Nami. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll get into it with the next chapter. But the, yeah, the, the sequence of events here that plays out, I think, is really good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a, a better chapter again. Finally yeah, yeah. seeing having Kuro. Kuro here helps a lot. Oh, it does. It just it puts a fire over, under everybody and really yeah, there's, there's tension. The SBS ones actually, it's like, well, we just recently had a birthday because we find out January first, nineteen seventy five, is uh, Oda's birthday. Oh, wow. I actually did not know that. Yeah. So let's see. It's 25. He's almost he's almost 50. He's three years. Oh, uh, 47. Oh, my this God. And so. <laughs> still going. I know. God, he's only. <laughs> that's insane to me. He's only like 11 or so years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's, <laughs> Imagine dedicating so much of your life to this. I know. Uh, yeah, is I'm, I'm just insane. Because I. He, Looking at it's early, it's late nineties. So yeah, he's like mid twenties at this point, or just early twenties, honestly. Yeah, that's absurd. And the rest <laughs> of it is just like, why did you become a manga artist? And uh, yeah, those have fun questions. That that said, I do mm. love the tease. How many kinds yeah. of devil food are there, and what kinds are going to show up in the future? A lot. Yeah, it's like I heard the rumor there were over a hundred, and certain locations oh. crawling with people that have that. Oh. I love those teases. It's good stuff. I do. <laughs> but that brings us to chapter 34, A Humble Servant. And yeah, it just begins with, <laughs> hey, Nami's stepping on Luffy's face, which is just <laughs> yeah. so patently ridiculous that I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's just all squished. <laughs> he just looks upset, too. Yeah. <laughs> and... It, that, that, that chakra is still coming at her. It's like, oh no! But Luffy stands up and takes it. Takes the hit. Takes yep. the hit to the back of his head. <laughs> Just down he goes. It's like, oh, he's still alive. It's like, what lousy timing? Hmm, maybe not so lousy. Like, they're all kind of amazed. Like, he's still alive, even though he's clearly just gotten a chakram to the back of the head. It looks like it went in pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. Like, that looks painful. And then he's just, like, there's this all this buildup to, like, his reaction. Uh, You know, Zoro's like, ah, it looks like. And then he's just like, ow! Yeah. I love (laughs) the power, the, like, the stomp to stop himself from falling over. And then the next one where he just rips it out. Ah. And this. God. This this moment was is so much bigger than I thought at the time. Uh, like yeah. like really thinking about this scene. This tells so much more to the the reader that they might not pick up on right away. Mm-hmm. Luffy's strength is not just because of the devil fruit. Yeah. <laughs> that that is the big thing here. It's like this yeah. man can take a chakram full thrown by this man 
to the back of the head. Yeah. And be just go, ow. <laughs> that hurt. I think we established before that he can deflect bullets, but like cutting weapons still kind of hurt him. Yeah. And so like, like he's bleeding. So like he's obviously, you know, like that, that cut, he's hurt. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, he's, it's not, he's not dead. He's just like, ow. He's just, like, he's just like he's just upset and <laughs> he's upset more than pain. <laughs> it's like that hurt and he's just screaming at Nami. <laughs> uh, and then he just like that's when he finally realizes like oh your shoulder's bleeding and she's she's just like hey uh, you know I've done all I can leave the rest to you is the fight we got to win. There's mm-hmm. a lot of treasure on the line. Treasure on the line. <laughs> I love, I, I love, love yeah. it's so good. It's like, we got to, there's one fight we got to win because of the treasure. Screw the village. Same old Nami. <laughs> <laughs> Very satisfying to see Luffy back in action. And just, I, I love a good, the hero shows up to save the day kind of moment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is where the arc really starts to pick up for me. I, I agree. And another thing I just noticed with that next page down below, we get to see the opposite where Luffy's yeah. at the bottom and you can see Korra yep. just as a dot. Up top. Yeah. Oh, oh, the, yeah. The, the way that he's been like, just like framing this little, this little hill. is just, it, it's real, real powerful. For, Gets a um, lot out of es- it. Establishing the characters. Like, and that's when we learned only two minutes have passed. That's how quick everything's been happening. Oh, yeah, the, the dumb little thing I wanted to point out earlier oh, yeah. is just the fact that he has a watch. <laughs> I know he does have a watch underneath there. <laughs> yeah. And, and just like how unwieldy that would be with his giant, like claw sword things. <laughs> that is, it is patently ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Jango's like, all right, I'll take the straw hat. You take care of uh, Zoro. And then Kaya shows up. And there, there's that hill again. Yeah. There's that again. shot. And Kaya is framed even higher above, uh, above yeah. Kuro. The angel descends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good pose too for her. It yeah. Just sort of. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. And I love the immediate pa- panic from Usopp. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is sort of like the one place where she really shouldn't be. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, hey, we just need to kill her, right? Sweet. Yeah. This is uh, nice and convenient. Mm, speaking of convenient. <laughs> I mean, Crow admits it. He's like, oh. I thought I killed him, and that's when she's like immediately realizes, yeah, this this isn't Claudore. This that that's ooh, that was a lie. Man, I just he's so upset about his crew not being able to get the job done, but he can't he can't land a single kill. I'm I'm I, I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I thought if he had not killed him on purpose to be a, like a, you know, I'm so confident in my plan, and you know, ah, oh, I've grown soft over the years. But no, he's just like I thought I killed him, like. No, dude. It's, Get in there. Yeah, you'd think. Double tap or something. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? I, I, I can't believe it. You, you'd think you'd be more effective. We saw how sharp those things are. They dug in yeah. easily to the Meow Band Brothers. This shouldn't have been a problem, but... Yeah. I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that I keep dwelling on this. I'm just like, come on, dude. I know. It's, it's, it's just a big flaw in the whole... <laughs> mystique it's of Koro. Yeah. This, the dude has presence. Good. It's just his plan he does. sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he needs a manager. Yeah, it really does. But we got a nice quick apology from Kaya. And <laughs> I love how Usopp is just like, it's fine, but why'd you come here? Go. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usopp's already lying like, I'm a brave warrior of the sea. That's why we got to do this. It's like, 
and this is a pretty decent scene where she's like, hey, you want my fortune? I'll give it to you. Just take it and leave. And this is where we kind of get more of like what Cora is all about, why he did this for three years, which we kind of already yeah. heard before. But it's the fact that he wants peace of mind. He can relax and he wants the uh, ability to just take it easy and uh, enjoy the wealth. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. sure how he's going to fully enjoy that if he kills the entire village. He just basically has the island to himself, it seems. But uh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is kind of like the the, the typical the, the typical villain speech sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I I don't know. I I feel kind of mixed about it. But it it makes sense. Th- this wouldn't be resolved just because she signs away her fortune. Like that, you know, he's he's enough of a psychopath to be like, no, I want your money, but like. I need, I need you to die for my mental health. Yeah, you need to die so I can take it easy. I don't want to just yeah. take all of this and run. What's the point of that? Yeah. I could have just sacked the village and done it anyway. Which, mm. to that, he has a point. Like the, uh, yeah, yeah, like very the true. The plan itself is fine. It's just his execution at the last hour sucks. Yeah. And then here's here's uh, another bit that I forgot about. But yeah, K- Kaya just like straight up pulls out the Glock. Yeah. She's ready to <laughs> She's... take him down. Obviously, yeah. we know this is not going to do anything. Yeah, but... she's, she's had enough of this crap. <laughs> and it doesn't even phase him. That's that's yeah. That's the part here is that he just immediately starts manipulating her. Basically, he's like, you and I spent a lot of t- time together. We sailed, took trips into town. I stayed by your bedside. I suffered with you. I laughed with you. I was your humble servant. I humored you and your silly dreams. I endured it all so I could kill you. Which, yeah, that, boy, that is emotionally devastating. Yeah, that that again, I, I'm I'm a sucker for the page turns in One Piece, and just like that, that going from I endured it page flip to kill you, and just like that zoom, that zoom in, that close up is it's great. Mm-hmm. And just he knows, like, let's be honest, the way they've described this pussyfoot technique, he could dodge that bullet. She shot. Oh him. yeah, she he could easily yeah. dodge it. There is no way she was ever going to do anything. But I love love the reaction to Usopp. For, from yeah, himself. he just he goes and that, that oh, that's such a good drawing. Mm-hmm. Just him him just instantly like trying to go for it. It's yeah. oh it's it's gorgeously done. It's just Koro continually saying about talking about his humiliation, and that's what that's just enough for Usopp to go in and be like try to do a punch and, and Yeah. Kuro again lording it over is like, oh yeah, I still owe you for hitting me. And again, <laughs> and then page another turned. page turn. Pow. Yeah. Just boom. <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like out of nowhere just getting socked in the mouth and <laughs> the love so Luffy. Good. and even even Usopp is like what <laughs> mm-hmm. and I also like the fact that like you kind of get the sense that Luffy was kind of upset hearing about all this too because the veins in his arms oh yeah yeah he's he's ready for a fight he's oh pissed. yeah if you don't like getting hit I'll punch you a hundred times more and what a good way to end that chapter that's a good one-liner yeah it is just Ah, it's it's the setup for finally the showdown that we yeah. want to see. It's very satisfying. <laughs> and then the next page, uh, we are, rather than SBS, it's reader suggestions. And basically, like, it's the idea of having a uh, way to show off fan art uh, yeah. with everybody, which is kind of fun. Which they still do, I'm pretty sure. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me. And, and there are um, a number of, like, I think the artist for uh, my hero academia got one of his drawings put in there i uh, believe like, like so years yeah. 
yeah, years before he he went pro. And there's a whole bunch of other like manga artists who submitted something. That is um, so then, cool. You know, I... Just like seeing them as like middle school kids or high school kids and being like, I made it pro. <laughs> I guess Americans got it as well because Shonen Jump does have the P.O. box to send it to to send it over to Oda. Yeah, I think at least for like the American Shonen Jump magazine, I think they also printed fan art. As okay. well from uh, from from American readers, which is, is pretty cool. That's cool. It's it's sort of like how with Mega Man Six they opened it up to Nintendo Power uh, people and two designs yeah. made it in. You, yeah, usually yeah. it was just Japan. So yeah, good stuff. But yeah, that brings us to Chapter Thirty Five: The Steep Slope. But before we even get to the chapter, I've been waiting for this moment for so long, <laughs> and I'm so happy we can finally introduce it. It's only just now happening, and we don't fully have an explanation. So we'll get into it more next time. But we see the return of Buggy and what Buggy's up to with this title page. Rather than the characters hanging out with animals and doing their yeah. own, all their different things, we get Buggy in his short for- form escaping from piranhas, including one with an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think um, like, like the rest of his bo- I don't know if they, like where the rest of his body is or if it got I- like don't know is it still in that town or did it get yeeted with the rest of them but but yeah he's he's just a head and and arms and and feet and just rowing on a rowing on a little like sailboat Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's great the cool thing about this is that it's actually if you didn't know any better like we'll obviously see next time for the next chapter but if you didn't know any better it just seemed like a random one-off that still fits the animal theme that they've been going for it just happens to start buggy this time yeah Oda often likes to use the the title, the chapter covers to like show what's going on in other parts of the world with other characters. Mm-hmm. So you kind of it, usually I feel like often with the villains or some of the side characters or just, you know, what, what have they been doing since they got beat? Or, yeah. What's happened um, since then? And, and we'll get into yeah, that, exactly. that more yeah. as we uh, go along. This is just sort of the a tease. Yeah. yeah. And they feed into the main story, too. And there's. There's stuff that gets foreshadowed in these, which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, let's jump into the actual story itself where everybody's just sort of amazed at the fact that Luffy just punched Koro. I kind of forgot that they don't know that that he has a devil fruit. Like, they they haven't known this whole time. No, not at all. They're like, he he survived somehow. That's all we know. Yeah. This this one I gotta really commend the sound effects. We got the mm. doom again, and then there's just yeah. low rumbling, the grr, the ooh, that's that's uh, just all over Kuro, where he's not even reacting to it. He's just laid out flat and just looking upset, and <laughs> Luffy just cracking his knuckles. Yeah, and then the absolutely most ridiculous thing ever happens. Yeah, we have the little kids coming in, the kids showing up, and they're gonna pound him with a shovel an oar and a frying pan and just yeah. <laughs> scream out revenge as they beat him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my, my, my favorite part of this whole thing. Um, uh, sorry if I'm skipping ahead a couple pages, uh, oh, but no, like no. where he just, I mean, cause they're all basically giving him a beating and everybody reacts to it. But yeah. Kuro just like, he gets up and he does, you know, he pushes his glasses up and then they just break. Yeah. <laughs> and they shatter just, that, down. That ex- yeah, and he's just—he doesn't say anything. And he's just—just, just, I love it. And then he gets back up, and they're all—they're all screaming. All the kids are screaming. <laughs> it is a it's... good bit, and it just shows how beneath him they are. Where he yeah, gets yeah. up, doesn't say a word. It's just a very contemplative look. Yep. It just seems completely focused on Luffy, but still takes the time to kick Usopp <laughs> as he walks past him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Kick him while he's down. It just sort of looks at Luffy like, that's an unusual ability. These moments are my favorite parts of Kuro. Yeah. Just, like, you kind of... He doesn't say anything, but you know what's running through his head right now. And just sort of the, the silent anger is something I'm, I'm super into. Mm-hmm. It's, it's... This is him and his most effective, I think. I never... He has good posing. I don't know if I ever consider him a... Like, would you consider him more or less of a threat than Buggy? Maybe maybe more, but Bucky definitely like he has like his cannons and stuff and he you know, he's a, a, a true blue in the action kind of pirate. So like you, you see him devastate like a whole town with his buggy balls. But there, there there's something more intimidating about just like the silent anger. And that, yeah. that, that's something I really appreciate about Kuro. Like like he, he, he got you know, just like thwacked by a bunch of kids and it's like he just is like, Oh, okay, that's weird. You're your power <laughs> yeah you know, doesn't, doesn't dwell on it so he's not like yelling at the kids or anything like he's just you know. he's not buggy who got distracted by nami trying to take his treasure yeah it's just yeah. he is laser focused on his goal yeah. and that's its own sort of thing it's been fun to again i've like to trace our the, the trajectory of our villains and yeah. we're back to no devil fruit but mm-hmm. still showing that normal people can be powerful even without them. Yeah, yeah, like they're still a threat. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you have abilities like like his his pussyfoot maneuver that don't make any sort of like actual sense, but they're not a devil fruit. It's just something he can do. Yeah, it, it's it's a shonen. We, get, we I mean, granted, yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. We have Zoro with three swords, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's enough for him to like. Yeah, I'm gonna take out Luffy after you know Luffy. Of course, announces he's a gum gum man. <laughs> it's yeah. like all right, I will kill the gum gum man, Django. Force her to write the will, and then kill her, and uh, oh yeah, kill the kids too, and then sack the village. You know, let's start. Yeah. It's time to start laying waste. Yeah, everybody, everybody's sort of uh, splitting off into their one v ones. That's that's when you know we're kind of we're kind of in the meat of things now, in the heat of things. Mm-hmm. It was it was actually kind of interesting to see everybody kind of congested in one spot for this long, but yeah. <laughs> uh, like we got Zoro stepping up to like, all right, you're not passing me. And like, yeah. oh right, forgot about Put- Butchie. <laughs> yeah, who's st- he's still hypnotized. And uh, you can definitely see the change in power where he just devastates the land, like rocks yeah, he- going up. I-, I love how even Zoro seems like he kind of forgot about him because like, oh geez, not <laughs> yeah, that again. Yeah, he- he's just like <laughs> off to the side, like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that all all of the panels that are dedicated to showing off, just like how how much of the rocks have just been like completely crushed. It looks like the rocks are about to fall into the pirate crew. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I love the ridiculousness of it, of Zoro blocking with that one sword, f- booting the fa- uh, his face, and yeah. still powerful enough to pick <laughs> him away despite that power-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice that he had his he had his foot in his face the first time. That is, that is such a, just a, just good pose. Yeah, it really is. It shells the desperation quite well. Ups the challenge for Zoro, despite, you know, he has a bit of wounds, but not as bad as we saw seen in the last arc. But again, the focus is more on Usopp. It's, it's like, oh, God, I got to stop that guy, but I'm too dizzy. So he tells the kids, you know, Usopp's pirates. They don't want to run, but it's like, hey, protect Kaya. You have the most important job of all. Get her away from here. So don't let me down. I love Zoro sort of like thinking, it's like, ah, smart. He gave the, boy, the kids and Kaya an honorable reason to run. Yeah, it's like that acknowledgement. Yeah, it 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 recognizes Usopp's strengths. Like his, this yeah. is not like a new 
person that can just is super powerful, but he's quick witted. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would have thought about it in that way, but I'm glad that we have Zoro here kind of like, you know, point, pointing that out. about. Yeah, I don't think I would have picked up on that myself because I was like, well, naturally they want to get out of there. But, you know, yeah, we, do, yeah. we do have the lines in the kids like we're not running. So that 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 helps, I think, to just emphasize <laughs> it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, God, Django just completely Dude, still Dude's been taking L's the whole arc. <laughs> he is, other than powering up other people, he's, he kind of sucks because he's, like, <laughs> ready to take out the kids. And Zoro, not Zoro, but Usopp hits him with his lethal stars to the back. I, I don't, I, seems to be implied to the, to the butt or the back. I'm not sure, but that, yeah. that is a pretty fun face that Django makes in the bottom right panel. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it hurt. <laughs> the uh kids lead kaya away crows yeah like yeah i know how frail she is she's not getting away from Django. but yep. uh first she and now it's reversed like now you have to get past me so we got yeah. luffy and zoro versus butchie and kuro and that's it <laughs> that's where yeah. we left yeah i definitely like the um it, it, it's a really simple thing but the way mm-hmm. that the setting of the hill is being used in a like it's kind of like showing who has the advantage at what point in time. Yeah, that's and a so good like point. The, the, things have kind of flipped now. And like you can sort of see this as like this is the moment in the story where Zoro and Luffy are kind of maybe not on, on the back foot quite as much. But, you know, they're they're lower down. They're on the disadvantage compared to where they need to be. Yeah. Which is the reverse of where it was before. Exactly. And we got a super powered uh, person and the super fast person for yep. uh for them to face and i'm curious how the battle is going to go i i really yeah am. we're pretty much just going to be like straight into it um next week like that's i i imagine if the fight doesn't resolve you know we'll just be like super we'll close. probably get pretty close to it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's just going it's just going to be all fights it's funny because i remember the kaya stuff that happens from this point i mm. don't remember Anything about Zoro's fight with Butchie from this point or yeah. <laughs> uh, Luffy's fight with Kuro. Yeah, I, I sort of remember Luffy and Kuro, but yeah, I don't remember what Zoro does like at all. No, it's it's not so good. But hey, advantage of, uh, you know, the Shonen Jump app that you may not have th- thought of. We got the coloring corner. You don't have to color in your book oh, yeah. anymore. Print it out and color it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, I hadn't even thought about that. But yeah, you don't have, you don't have to ruin your precious uh, Shonen Jump volume anymore. Yeah. That's perfect. And yeah, that's, that's it for this this set of chapters. And again, it started out really weak. But I yeah. did, and I think that colored me because I forgot how strong Crow showing up was. Yeah, I think that is the turning point. Because you got Kuro coming in, you got Kaya coming in, you kinda have all of these different characters and all of their different motivations all kind of like clashing with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is far more interesting than the Meowband brothers. All of a sudden, the stakes are there and a lot more clear, yeah, and yeah. it's it's not so nebulous anymore. It's not the ridiculous of like Luffy lost or Zoro lost and dealing with the stuff. I don't know. It's just it yeah, it yeah. feels like it's reached a cohesive whole, and I yeah, appreciate we, that we got there in the end, which is I yeah. think maybe maybe something that is uh, that's not something I normally appreciate whenever I revisit this arc. Like I just kind of think it's you know it's sort of whatever, it's sort of fine, but like it. It gets there. It gets there, which mm-hmm. is important. Like it, it feels like a, the proper climax. Like I think I'm gonna enjoy the ending a lot more this time around because of that. I, I think you know, so. Even, even 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 if the build up is a little shaky, 
it yeah. should stick the landing. I at least yeah. I hope. <laughs> yeah, here's hoping so. Fingers crossed. Well, yeah, I feel like even the worst One Piece arcs tend to stick the landing. Yeah, which is really important for how you view them in uh, in hindsight. That is a very good point. So yeah, we'll see how it all plays out next time. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 31 to 35 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube, or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can they find you at? Oh, I'm on Twitter, at Brandon Bovia, real easy to find. Um, I'm talking about manga, whether it be for my job or otherwise, games, anime, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I am. I might be planning something exciting in the future, if you, want, if, if you want to see more of me out there. I'll, I'll leave that tease, because I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to commit to it yet, but... <laughs> I don't even know I this, know. so that's that is yeah. exciting. Ooh, we'll, do tell, do tell. We'll see what ha- we'll, we'll see what the future brings, but uh, definitely yeah. follow this man. He is wonderful. Yes, uh, please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreoncom Bittner. That's D E R R I C K B I T N E R. I have a strange spelling for my name to listen to the next episode three days early, and make sure yeah. to return next time as we discuss chapters. 36 to 40 of One Piece. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Ooh, that's good. Stolen from Daniel. (laughs) More than anything else, what I want is peace. You want peace? Yes, just peace, peace of mind.